Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I don't get it. Podcast. You guys, I don't know what's going on with me. Because you know how normally you're the ones that are like, oh, I'm PMSing or whatnot. The past few days, I'm having what I would imagine is what maybe a lot of women experience with PMS every month. Because I have just been riddled with frustration, like in my veins, multiple times a day over the past few days, just surging with annoyance. Oh, no. Like so many things. Like I wanted to start the podcast a couple minutes late just because like I was like, if I don't complete this task right now. I know that I'm just going to be annoyed. And yeah. Do you have this? Like, I, I hate the feeling of annoyance. To me, annoyance and frustration, they go hand in hand. Yeah. They are the worst emotions. Okay, well, I mean, I haven't felt truly sad in quite some time. Well, you know, deeply mm. affected sadness in quite some time. Mm. So, like, maybe I'm I'm exaggerating. Yeah. It's the worst yeah. emotions. Obviously, it's, it's, it's not the worst emotion. But it's the worst emotion that, like, I feel like we encounter regularly. Um, yes, absolutely. What a weird way to start the podcast. Yes, you're joining the podcast. That's how I started it. She's frustrated. We, I did an intro. I just said, we're getting started. Well, <laughs> I feel fr- frustrated every time I have to wash my hair and I can't have anything touch me physically until... My hair is dry, and that's, like, the PMS feeling I feel all the time. That's so funny, because for me, the way I'm registering it, like, for my life is, like, anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. that's my anxiety. See, I don't know. Is that anxiety? Or my is that just a frustration and just, like, leave me alone? No, that's, it's very different. It's different, but not being able to like relax in another task until something is done to me is anxiety okay okay because that's like the behavior behavior is driving you and controlling you do you know what i mean yeah and then being annoyed is just like ugh, this didn't go my way or this person cut me off or my coffee order is wrong it's like oh that's annoying that sucks you know but anxiety is like to me, it's like it's like that like that bubbly feeling in your stomach where you're like, oh, I can't fucking relax until this is done. I like actually feel it in my veins though. Like it just like I feel like I could become like the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. That to <laughs> me is my for me it's anxiety. I'm not okay, saying well, that it's just for means you. that that's what you label it as. I think. I think we're just. I don't know. I feel like well, I've gone to a million professional experts <laughs> and have a million, and that's like to me that's anxiety for it, me. It could be. I mean, I, I when I feel the way that Ashley's describing, I feel like anything touching my skin, I could just, I'd rather not have skin at that moment. You know, like yeah. I'd rather just, I don't know, just burst, just burst. Yeah. So, so anyways, then that's, that's having anger. A, yeah, you're feeling anger. Yeah, and it's actually probably anger, which is hilarious and frustration. Uh, yeah, anger. I mean, that's I always. I, this is so embarrassing and ironic that you're bringing this to my attention. 
because the other day you go i never get angry jared got really mad and he, he said it something happened and he was like that made me really mad and i was like that shouldn't make you mad it should make you sad and he was like why are you telling me how i was supposed to feel based on that and then i was like i'm sorry i guess like i'm just coming from you're a place such a stickler for labels and having i know them be and correct. he hates that he yeah, hates you're, that yeah so i'm like i hate it but love it like i would hate if someone told me how i feel yeah but i love that you're like that ashley because it is really important to distinguish the difference between things like when you did earlier in the podcast where you're like this is frustration this is you know what i mean like yeah. annoyance like it's so important and i think kids growing up like i sometimes don't even know mm-hmm. how i'm feeling you know exactly yeah yeah well you just called me out that possibly it's anger so like maybe okay so then i said to jared i go sorry yeah. maybe i just i don't really experience like being mad like anger so maybe that's why like i just don't register as like that being something that you should feel in in, in that situation and um he's like okay so you just don't get angry and i'm like maybe maybe i do maybe i just call it frustration yeah you do. i was gonna say you as as your friend i feel like we all experience anger and like when you before we started the podcast she went like this. did you see that and so you yes. saw yeah. that and then it okay. logged out and it was so funny so actually oh, okay i'm so glad you guys saw that because it's you guys, gone so if here you watch the patreon like ashley had like her fists up and down and she was but that's expressing anger and it's so important to do and no one does that because we all feel like we have to be nice and not like hurt anyone's feelings but it's important to release that on your own by yourself you know what yeah I mean? yeah. yeah just because otherwise it just bubbles yeah <laughs> um so if you like tap our mic a little bit wrong it kicks us all out of the podcast the, group yeah so like i just tapped the mic in the slightest little bit in addition to all the <laughs> anger like, i was already feeling it's, just like, like, yeah. it's just like when you're yeah. already having a bad day you feel frustrated and then your coat gets hooked on the doorknob and it you know what I'm saying? Like your pocket yeah. gets hooked on the doorknob and it just sends you. It's yeah. the worst. Oh but my I... gosh. The stuff getting on the doorknob. I think now <laughs> that is an I don't get it. No, that is that so we've annoying. never like actually a shirt catches yes. on. You're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Or then like you guys, this happens to me all the time. My jeans, my belt loop, the loop yeah. will get stuck on a doorknob mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something like that. I'm like, physics how is it that like my small little like opening for the belt like will just have to find its way to slip onto the doorknob nothing Mm -hmm. and then you like pull your entire body and it's just like oh that's so annoying so annoying i think the topic of this podcast should be anger because i feel like we all feel it viscerally and can talk about it a lot but i will tell you working with my coach like we have an emotional ladder to help me label ashley because i'm not as good as you at labeling And like when you're in the red and yellow, which is the bottom emotions, you can work your way up and it goes like red, yellow, green, blue. Okay. I wish I had my phone on Why is there no orange in there? You can Google like there's different ones. There's emotional wheels, but she calls it emotional ladder. And when you're like in the red, which is like despair and like, you know, hopelessness and like all that stuff, you can actually move up Mm -hmm. by getting angry about something oh i can see that so this happened recently with i told ashley um and lauren you kind of know this but big Mm -hmm. like it was i thought it was gonna 
it was a failure to launch situation where I'm basically, as of now, I think technically ghosted by Big. I don't know if it's, it's not like I was waiting. I was definitely waiting to hear from him. There wasn't him. like a technical thing he didn't respond to. There wasn't like a technical yeah. thing he didn't respond to, but he was like, yeah, I'll reach out mm-hmm. and like let you know. And like we were on this this trajectory where I thought we were finally going to like be able to hang out and I haven't heard from him. So to me, that's kind of, that's basically like he's out of my experience. And so obviously I've been very sad and this, the last two months I've shared have been so fucking melancholy for me. And like, I don't know, I've just been crying a lot. And so I called Ashley and I was like really upset. And then I talked to my coach about it and she was like, I feel like it's time to get like angry about this. And I was like, God, that does feel better. It does feel like moving up the ladder instead of being sort of victim to, damn, I really had incredible chemistry with this person. Um, and I'm, and then I'll tell you guys what, what happened with Aiden, um, this last week. But I'm starting to get angry, Ashley. And it's funny that you started the podcast with anger and it's like, it feels good to be angry, not mad at the universe because everything's perfect and it works out the way it's supposed to, but angry in the sense of like, I'm done. I'm done mm-hmm. with like emotionally unavailable people coming into my life. Like I'm done getting gigs that like don't pay what I, you know what I mean? It's like, you're kind you of like feel- putting in that order yeah. with the universe where you're like, oh, enough. Like I don't want this anymore in my experience Anger and it feels really good to be angry such about it. a more controllable feeling than despair. Because anger, you can feel like... It's more um, empowering, too. It's empowering. I was going to say, like, when you're working out and you're angry, you're going to be their best self. When you're working towards a goal and you're a little bit angry and you have a little bit of, like, a chip on your shoulder, you're going to work even better. So I feel like that's a much better place to be. Have I told you guys that, like, when I'm off my acne meds that I'm stinky? Like, it's really embarrassing. Mm. But I'm extra stinky. I didn't know that. It's the testosterone thing, guys. You know, because my spironolactone lost my testosterone. Wait, so testosterone leaves your body and and then it smells? No, testosterone comes back in her body and she gets stinkier. More oils, more sweat. So um, I have been using my Lumi in overdrive, especially because it's all body deodorant. And when I sleep, I get sweaty but i get stinky sweaty now if i don't use my lumi and i can you know you guys know that you can use lumi everywhere your pits your privates your feet your i don't know your chest <laughs> you can put it anywhere your under boobs thigh folds because it's created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal bo is um and being misdiagnosed and mistreated so it blocks odor all day and controls odor up to 72 hours so you don't even have to worry about it for almost three days i just want to say if you are planning on using it in your vulva that it is ph balance for safe use below the belt beautiful, and it's actually beautiful. proven to control odor better than a shower with soap alone isn't that crazy so as a special offer for our listeners new customers actually get five dollars off lumi starter pack with our exclusive code and link and guess what for a limited time returning customers can get five dollars off their next purchase of thirty dollars or more too so use our code get it 30 at lumideodorant.com that's l-u-m-e-d-e-o-d-o-r-a-n-t.com and thank you lumi for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better okay so do you want to tell us about aiden now yeah i mean basically the short version of it is 
you guys know I was like big and Aiden were kind of like adjacent and big c- completely left my experience. And, but every time I hung out with Aiden, let's, I was so good at clarify like, that this is not like the big that we, she was con- talking about. This is know, like the years unavailable. Ago. This is like the comparison oh, yeah. that we just created That's back in so like September true. when yeah. she was like, I'm dating this guy. One is like big and the other one is like Aiden, but this is not like the big of the podcast. Correct. Wow, Ashley, I'm perfect. Yeah. That's so that's good that we were accurate about that because that big in my life is married now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was like a new big, (laughs) but he completely left, and I was really compartmentalizing like my time with Aiden Mm -hmm. because I know that there's something there with Aiden, and I was grieving big, which is so hard hard. to be present, right? Like with someone else. But finally, when that when I really started to get mad about that, and when I was kind of over that, I started hanging out with Aiden more. And Aiden, it was, I was like, man, this guy feels like my best friend. Like, this is actually what I really want to end up with. Like, I want to marry someone who's my best friend. And I felt like I really grew because I was like enough with sort of wanting to feel chosen Mm -hmm. based off like childhood wounding and like really just like feeling so rejected by like the big situation i'm like clearly that person came into my life to show me that i'm still really affected by those things and like clearly this person aiden's in my life to show me what i like really do want and like feeling safety and all this stuff and so finally i feel like i'm gonna i'm going like being so even more so present with aiden and i took him to an event i had last week but as you guys know, there were energetic blocks with Aiden. Mm-hmm. Like there was just something where like we went really slow. Remember? And no I was like, kissing. I kind of like going we all slow. Know I like that he hasn't kissed me. No kissing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but there was a part of me that was like, man, I feel like the energy of his ex is still around. Mm-hmm. Not that he wants to be with her or anything, but that he's still sort of really hurt by her. But we were going slow and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I thought it was me self-sabotaging, picking at like, external things that i'm not going to share about on the podcast okay, that you yes, guys know yes. that i didn't like mm-hmm. there were like other things that i was like i don't know yeah. i don't know about this about him and then <clears throat> all culminated to the event tuesday where we went to dinner before the event and i just felt like it, it just feels like he's half there have you ever been with someone that feels like they're half there yeah and like i just want to be sort of like really sexually like charged around someone that i have a crush on and it you know when you're like i don't know if you guys have ever felt you know me i don't if you don't feel sexually charged i do not think you should be dating that person i don't think that that can grow that's all my thing i don't know i don't know about that can grow but the thing is is that we we had moments like behind closed doors but i like wanted it like publicly like i kind of wanted it all the time you wanted the making out in the six flags line always touching each other that's such a good you guys before we move on it'll annoy me if i don't just say of course things can grow attraction can grow but if you are like naz and you've gone on multiple dates with somebody and you still aren't feeling like you want to like jump on top of them i think that was a problem that's all but here's the thing ashley is i felt like that 
I think I'm so scared of rejection. I've learned about myself that I'm not completely open and I need the person to do it mm-hmm. first for me to feel safe to step into it. Okay. And so Aiden was half doing it. And then it. you felt like, so oh, I was aching him out by like going yeah. towards I'm like, him. does he like yeah. me? Yeah, exactly. It's not that I didn't want it. It was like, well, if you're only going to come this far, I want the man to lead me. I'm like, I'm scared. I, I don't want to go all in. Like, I don't know. So you don't think this, and so, the scared? I think the scared makes you like him more. So I think that you in hindsight, right? now are probably liking him more because you like didn't get all that you wanted wait say that again okay like because he was halfway in it was sort of like a hard to get situation where like you he still he had this allure because he didn't give he had you allure because he didn't give it all the way self. if you had him all the way i wonder if you would have really wanted it i i I constantly ask myself that question with big and Aiden and any guy because Mm -hmm. of my anxious attachment, Mm -hmm. which is something I'm always working through. But I will tell you that behind closed doors, Aiden was, we didn't have sex, but we did other things. And I felt so, it felt great, Ashley. Like it felt so great. And so then I was kind of wondering, it almost felt like he took a couple steps back. So when we got home that night, I said, I feel like there's a lot unsaid between mm-hmm. us like you knowing you're just saying that someone, and i've never been in the room with you guys yeah like there i'm just like there's so much unsaid and you guys have heard and like listeners of our podcast have heard so much yeah. that i haven't said to him and he kind of opens up to me on how he's realizing through therapy that he doesn't feel like he's like fully healed okay. and i literally am like holy fuck I keep attracting emotionally unavailable people because here I thought Aiden was kind of all in compared to like big, you know, he's like taking me on dates, like bringing me gifts back from trips. Like we saw each other every week cooking for me. And I'm like, holy shit, Naz, like what's going on? So obviously that was a gut punch. We had like a really intense talk. You know, when the talk doesn't finish, he slept over because it was late. We woke up and it was weird waking Mm -hmm. up next to each other because we're kind of like in this limbo. Like, well, what do we do? do because like i still like you and like we still want to get to know each other and we're technically going slow and then i'm going to share something like a little more explicit on the podcast but he but i've been i've been open but like then it was weird and then it got a little sexual and it was like a crazy if you guys Ashley, if you had a camera on these 30 minutes that like went down right when we woke up, it was like a movie because it was like we woke up weird then it got sexual then he um fingered me and i orgasmed and you guys know that i that's really hard for me to do Mm -hmm. because i don't really feel safe with guys so i had the most ashley eye moment where i had this like overcome with emotion and then i immediately start hysterical crying (laughs) because i felt so safe and then you're like and then i felt so unsafe it was like reality set in where it was like wait but this person isn't like fully open you know, yeah. and then, and then he started crying. No. Yeah, that, and it was like this whole crying thing where we're like, God, we feel like we're like best friends. And obviously we came into each other's lives for a reason. And like, and then it seems like it was kind of like the ending of the graduate where you're just like, it seems like we're going to be fine and everything's yes. going to be great. And then he left to get us breakfast burritos. And I'm so proud of myself because you guys know I'm studying Kabbalah and like, I'm all about like passing tests now. Like I'm like enough, like I'm getting angry and I'm like, I could continue to date this mm-hmm. guy and it could continue to give me instant gratification, mm-hmm. like someone to wake up to, someone that treats me right, someone that feels like my best friend, but I really want it all. And so when he got back, we had a talk and I was like, listen, I 
feel like I can't keep letting this energy into my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it's not what I want. And like, if we're meant to be like, it'll happen obviously, but like, I can't have this, like my life is so with my career up and down and uncertain. Like I can't have this area of my life also make me, I, I, I suffer from anxiety. I was going to say, cause then you're just going to overthink every text from there on out. You're going to be like, is he over it? Is he more into me now? La la la. And it's, yeah, I could see the anxiety coming from that. Yeah. Like I want someone that's just like, it's you. And like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like enough. And so I'm really proud of myself and it's been really lonely. And like, I obviously miss him and I've been crying, but like, I'm, it's almost like a diet, you know, like I haven't been going for the candy. Did you ask him not to 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 reach out to you or? So he, it's interesting. He texts me three times the next day, which was hard for me because I could tell he was like missing Mm -hmm. me but I was really short because you guys know I'm not good with being friends and like I want to create space and I'm ready I think I think he made me realize like I'm ready but the last thing I'll say because I've been talking forever is fully enthralled yeah I really believe that you are what you attract you guys know that I believe Mm -hmm. that and so it's been really hard for me to sit and like I'm getting emotional thinking about it but like easily just text him and feel good well, that's, I don't want to yeah. do that anymore because it's like not trusting that God in the universe has like what you want perfectly, like on the way, but I'm emotional because clearly I'm attracting emotionally unavailable people because I'm emotionally unavailable. And like, it's really hard to sit with because I'm like, how am I emotionally unavailable? And like, when I think about it, like with Aiden the whole time, I wasn't even fully in right you know what oh, i mean yeah. like yeah. i was you were like also, yeah. i was also Mirror, halfway yeah. i was also and so it's it's because of my fear of rejection yes. and if i could just not be scared and go all in and be like i like you you know and not have to wait for someone to come and be like this is it like maybe maybe the universe will be like okay she's ready for the guy yeah. <laughs> to come yeah. now and so that's been really hard so i guess i'm emotionally unavailable and i'm still sitting with that and figuring that out but it's been that's like I'm angry about it, which makes me feel better than being like depressed about it. That is such a realization because it's true. Like you're either wanting big, who's not gonna, and you're picking him for a reason because Because he's not there. You're emotionally unavailable. You're emotionally unavailable yourself. So you're like, well, that'll be easy. All right, so what do, somebody what do we have to do? What do we have to do now? What's, yeah, what is the I next step so, I think that's what's so annoying. I think with life, it's just trusting and becoming more aware. And I think I've talked to a lot of my, you know, friends about it. And I'm so lucky I have friends that, like, are helping me elevate and expand and call mm-hmm. me out, you yeah. know? And they were like, you kind of, they were like, you kind of knew in your intuition about this about yeah. eight and a while ago. And so I'm realizing like, I need to catch it earlier and not suffer so long through this. And it's almost like I was taking crumbs because yeah. I want to connect with someone so bad. So, but it's all really just, it's confusing. So I'm just kind of being aware of it. And next time I meet a guy that's like, something's off, yeah. I need to trust that in my belly and not keep going with it, hoping that it's like going to change because to me, it should be obvious and clear. Did you feel like you know? when he was like way more pursuing you and you were still very iffy at the beginning, did you feel like there was some remnants of his ex going on in his mind or you weren't even thinking it, about that? It was more, it wasn't in the beginning. It was more when we started really okay. hanging in the last couple months. Cause you guys know I'm, I met Aiden this summer. 
so it was like kind of like we met we knew we liked each other but then like we didn't talk for a couple months he was like gone and then he came back and then i was like i wonder if i'll hear from him and we did and then we started dating and it was slow it was getting a little too real for him and then he was letting himself kind of well i will tell you that when the first couple times we really started hanging he would bring her up got you got you and i had and i think he really wanted to be himself and share with me where he was at but as a girl right like i kind of had to tell him like hey just so you know like i'm here to hold space for you as a friend but like i'm not like i'm not i'm not okay with hanging out with someone and like talking about (laughs) your ex like that's not so then what happened lauren is that he suppressed that and then felt like he couldn't be him and he told me this oh, when we were wow. crying in bed together and he was like, I, and then he, it was so funny because we cried and it felt like we finally let everything out to be together. And now you're you like, know? there's too much but out I there. Was like, but I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, now that I know your heart's not open, I can't continue to date someone that I know his heart's not open. That's what I've been doing my whole fucking life. And I have to pass this test. But anyways, he he was like i've just wanted to share this and i was crying and i was like i just want you to know every time you brought her up it made me feel like you didn't Mm -hmm. like me like it reminded me of like what i guess i already knew in my belly which is you're not ready it is and he's like i don't want to be with her but i think he when guys are hurt and like just i don't know i think he was like really i always so like there was a time in my life where i was like talking about your ex with like a new person is healthy telltale sign. is what i don't know remember how, like <laughs> See, you guys they tell ta- you to do it on the bachelor they're like you know like what's well, your past relationships that. like i know but yes it's like I do want, you talk you about, should know about the past wait let me let lauren finish and then okay. i actually have to distinguish okay. something because i need to be well more here specific, you distinguish yeah. and then i'll go okay what i was gonna say is Ashley, I think you're right. I think it's so important and healthy to talk about it. But when you feel the charge in the, in yeah. the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I get that. that. Yes, for sure. When you the feel longing. like, oh, this person's still mad at them. This person's still bothered yeah. by them. They're not completely yeah. the emotion like, have let it, it go. That's when you, you got to use your intuition. And he was like mad about, he got was like it. mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, this is bothering yeah, you. Yeah, because I was th- I was going to say, like, there was a time where I thought it was really healthy to talk about your ex because that was an experience you had in your life. You can't take that away because then I feel like I'm hiding these certain parts of my life. And so I should be able to share these experiences I've had, even though they were with other people. I still live these years and that's who I am. So I'm going to talk about it. But it is the power behind it and the emotion behind it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're talking about it like, oh, oh this, is, this yeah. is what happened. And I learned yeah. from it. And I'm so, yeah. you know, like, maybe you're even grateful for it. That's like when you've really That's, moved on. If you're, like, really pissed at that person, then, like, well, there's yes. energy there. And, like, I I can't I want to get so, to the I wish them well part. And course. not one of those snotty wish them well. In a, a, genuine, like a genuine, I want them to be happy. I, yeah, like, you're we'll happy talk for about them. exes with Hunter. I'll just say something very in passing. And it'll yeah. make him very upset and i know makes someone's upset but i'm like i need you to understand the context of this is i don't i wish them well and i don't <laughs> mean this in any longing way yeah, but I, mean, I need to share the story with you because then i feel like i'm hiding from you yeah yes and that's how he felt mm-hmm. with me but mm-hmm. then there was yeah. charge behind it which makes me scared because i'm already scared of rejection so i'm like yeah. oh no i don't want to like turn into this driveway okay so okay like, wait now i mean like because the cat think- passing away was also something oh that okay so 
I was with, so that's when everything kind of yeah. culminated and I think brought up right in therapy. Like, I think he thought he was over it and then that happened. Mm-hmm. And then I'm so, assuming must this have is seen me projecting, each other then, right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so that I think was like, oh, I'm still really hurt by this gotcha. thing. And then I, w- and then it was kind of like still slow, but I'm like, all right, well, are we building towards something or not? Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. I think what's re- I think I'm really released though that like if we're meant to be he'll, that was my next he'll question back, like you'd you know? feel open to it later down the line if he if he seems like he's over it I think so and it made me happy that I'm like yeah but it would have right. to feel right my last you know? question about this do you think that if you when do, how long do you think it would have lasted if you didn't bring up this topic of like I feel mm-hmm. that there's like some unsaid stuff. I think that's what is really helping me get angry about it. Not at him because like, I'm not mad at people for being where they are. Right. Like I respect people and like at the end of the day, we're honest, but that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, so would we have just kept hanging out? You know, like I think I even asked him, I was like, so were you just hanging out with me? And he was like, no, I really liked you. And I'm like, what is that slow to do anything physical too? I think. Yeah. 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 And which is why I was so scared that that wasn't, then mm-hmm. progressing because i'm like at yeah. this point you know it makes you feel now as me- a woman you're kind of like am i desirable yeah, yeah. like yeah oh yeah you know and i don't want to feel that way and that's why i'm not continuing to keep the door open because i don't want to yeah. feel that so way. so do you feel the door is closed with big at this point since he has technically ghosted you yeah. like you won't accept if he texts yeah. you you're he like has okay not technically ghosted her lord no i'm just saying like <laughs> you haven't heard from her for a while at- I think if big called me three months from now and was like, this is what I was going through and I'm ready. And I like, of course I would like take okay. the date and then see, but I need to really, I need to really catch those things earlier. Yeah. You know, I think I get really like hopeful and like uh hinge on the potential of yeah. people, you yeah. know? Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane, and that is perfect timing because winter is coming. In my opinion, winter, winter is, is here. Coming. And uh, we love Jenny Kane. We've talked about it a bajillion times about how they have these classic, soft, timeless, classic, timeless. I guess they're the same words, but that's what they are. Pieces. Clothing pieces. They're the, the, the things in the closet that you're like, wow, I wear that a lot. And I'm going to wear it again right now because I like it more than anything else in there. Truly, like their Flynn cashmere sweater, I'm telling you guys, it's the it item. It is the perfect sweater. It's like a wear with anything v-neck. And they also have a cashmere half zip, which is a really cool everyday staple. And both of those sweaters they have in like the best colors. But I'm telling you, the reason why Jenny Kane is the best is because these are forever pieces. So they're, you're not like spending money on fashion that you're not going to be using again or donating in two years. You're going to bust this out every holiday season. Totally. I'm so over this fast fashion. Like literally you buy a shirt for one time. This will be in your closet for 10 years plus to come. So gift mm-hmm. yourself and your loved ones the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Our listeners get 10, no, our listeners get 25% off your first order when you use the exclusive link jennykane.com forward slash get it 15. That's 25% off your first order at j-e-n-n-i-k-a-y-n-e.com slash get it 15. Let's get getting dressed. Be one less thing to worry about. And I just want to stress one more time, perfect gift, guys. You can put a little 
uh, beanie or gloves in the stocking. You could put a yep. nice sweater underneath the tree. These are things that no matter who they are, honestly, or what their style is, they're going to like this because it's just, again, classic. Are you ready for my I don't get it? Yeah. What is it going to be about? Like pop it's roast? It's actually fantastic. <laughs> no, but hilariously, Lauren, I am oh, going to prepare a steak for the first time tonight. Well, you've never the prepared catering steak. People, you love steak. I've never made a... No, I don't love steak. Remember? I think of... Steak's like... I don't, oh, I don't get it. I think of your steaks family. Steak's I don't get it. Like, I like it. I think of your family no, when I think of steak because of your dad. Like, yeah. He's like, the poor My dad goes we to Capitol Grill. We literally went to Capitol Grill last night with my dad. I know. Yeah. Because my dad has to go to like a nice steakhouse. It's this thing. It's a celebration thing, right? Well, uh, well, Chris, the people that did the catering at Chris Harrison's wedding, they sent us some steaks. Mm. They're like really top of the line stuff. So I'm, you know, we're leaving to go to Virginia tomorrow for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, well, I got to make one of these steaks while it's fresh in the fridge, not freeze, not freeze. So I'm going to make my own Bernays wow. sauce. And I know this is wow. Wow. Because wow. I only like steak with Bernays sauce. I mean, what is Bernays steak sauce? is great, What's right? It? Is it that glaze? It's, it's definitely like some like, like it's, an, it's a steak aioli. Aioli. A steak aioli. A steak mayo. Oh, it's white? <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's a, a creamy. yellowy. Yeah, yellow. I've never had that. It's probably got like some egg yolk I feel like in it's a it, mix of hollandaise sauce. Hollandaise sauce. Yeah. Okay. It might with take a bit else. to make, but I got to make it. Um, okay. But what I was going to say is just as silly fresh. and suburban. It's so suburban. Jared said this the other day when we were driving around. He goes, I don't understand. He goes, I think he said, I don't get leaf removal services. That's and all like, our neighborhood has <laughs> been the past week is leaf removal. And Every I was like, this day, day there's a sucker coming through to get rid of all these Should leaves. Should we have a segment like, called So Suburban? Can I tell you? So you know how you know how Nash hasn't seen a leaf. No, that's not true. I know that's Nash not true. Doesn't know leaf removal okay. because no, we have Florida it. and we California. First of all, we have it in Florida. Oh, okay. really? I was just going to say. Remember what we were talking about with the door handle? Nothing. Yeah, irks, drives me up a wall. My prison sentence would be listening to a leaf blower outside. I can't uh, relax. Yeah. Like it bothers that mm-hmm. sound bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like the rubbing like, like, like and then it's like and it's like what do you and I'm always like, Do you have to be doing this now? But it's like there's no good time. There, there there's would no never other be a good time. No good time. Yeah. No, but okay, so Jared doesn't get leaf removal and now therefore I don't either because he's like, Look at this lawn that has had their leaves removed versus look at this lawn who has not had their leaves removed. It's so much prettier and cozy oh, to have the leaves oh, on right. the lawn Google moment of the day i'm Why sure that it's probably has something to do with the lawn and the grass and like i the would next think it season. has to do with the sewer i feel like it gets too clogged if you let the, the like rain down and then go oh, i would think the, it's just clearly the, I, purely aesthetic because i'm ocd and uh-huh. i would hire a leaf remover you would but like doesn't it look nice and it's so cute to have like the kids run through it on halloween crunch crunch yeah but then eventually don't you want your grass but then like it's more like, leaves fall more leaves fall more leaves fall and then like if you don't take no, care like, of the it, leaves are like done falling almost mm. okay this is what happens guys okay um leaves that are left on the lawn can promote snow mold diseases which Gross. can cause significant damage to your lawn oh, oh well there we go right that could be it wow learn something my will inhibit growth mold mm. diseases that's there what it go. is okay. wow. wow lauren wow. are okay, you looking at diseases. a tree like lawn service website I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking Andrew. because I found something similar and then I was like, oh, this is a landscaper. Because then oh, other landscapers s- are trying to get you to pay yeah, for Lord, it. Yeah, Lauren, what's They're your lying. source? <laughs> the source is University of New Hampshire. Oh, well, we okay. believe them. 
Well, I'm going to yeah, turn my mic off that. now. No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> it's University of New Hampshire. And then another one from turf.edu says it will smother the grass if not removed because it'll inhibit growth. Okay. All right. Well, my father-in-law is the king leaf remover. The man, if there's one leaf on his lawn, he's going out to pick I it up. That. I love leaves. I love, I love leaf removing. <laughs> You're two different The removing of here. anything different. makes... It, it gives me such a satisfying like it's like crossing something off a to-do list i feel so satisfied you guys my father-in-law removed two beautiful trees that really made oh, their lawn seem okay. nice that's because no. he because was like i don't want to deal with the leaves from oh, those that's trees. like you don't have to deal with them just leave them no you, you gotta know? draw the line somewhere that's like <laughs> yeah. ridiculous that's so is ridiculous. For, is, wait, what is deforestation? Oh, yeah. Every time Long. I picture a tree getting cut down, this is so millennial, but I really picture the giving tree. Like the giving tree was such a prolific book. What is in the my... giving tree? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that. Yeah, you do by Shel never... Silverstein. You, oh, there's no way you have never. Yeah, read no, I tree. see it, but I don't remember the context. There's no colors in Shel Silverstein's no, books. So you didn't like there's it? A little bit. I loved Isn't the line. Just like drawings. a little colored pencil. It was just so black line no. drawings. Guys, what? Yeah. Shel Silverstein? That was like my whole, no. all the poems? I definitely enjoyed. Lauren didn't. I liked it, it very Lauren, much. do you like poems or no? Do you like Dr. Seuss? No, no not really. Whoa. I really don't. I just love the Lorax because mm. the Meadville song. That's basically it. That's the only Dr. Seuss has ever spoken to That's me. so fascinating to That's me. another tree-saving story. Do, yeah. yeah. I, Dr. Whoa. Seuss was a... Was a Conservationist. <laughs> we're so stupid. Conversationalist. Wait, what is the word? Conservationist. Thank you so much. Wait, Ashley. So does um does little Dawson have Doctor Seuss books? He oh, does. Yes. He, he does. does. His favorite right now is um. It's like a spin on. Dude, this is this is something that I learned. There's a few Dr. Seuss books out there that um, are not actually written by Dr. Seuss. Like, there's a follow-up to The Grinch that he didn't actually write, but it says Dr. Seuss on the cover. And then inside, it says, like, written by so-and-so, um, like, in the voice of Dr. Seuss. Whoa, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, I know. So, but his favorite right now is, like, a follow-up, which is, like, one of those to The Whoa. Grinch. And it, like, has the buttons on it. And, like, he, he sees the, the little... Well, I can't Sound that alert movie to picture? come out. That should be a what? movie, like a sequel. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love the. Um, is Doctor Seuss alive? No. No. Oh, when then of course he he's not writing a book now. <laughs> well, I know that's what. I'm, but I mean, for, I think people these books will have been license. I'm sure they years. license from the estate, you know, yeah. and then make. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Seuss okay. death. When, when did, did he, he die? die? 1991. Yeah. Oh boy, that was well. I just to bring it real quick to end the giving tree thing. Ashley, I would love for you to read it again with Dawson. Maybe I need to get it for him because the oh, end was cute. really I mean, sad. Well, obviously and he's a it, older. The end was really traumatic for a lot of millennial kids because the tree kept happened. giving to the little boy and oh. then he kept giving and giving, giving, and then it ended up being a stump. And then it's like, oh. and the boy loved the tree, but then everyone grew up and became, you know, the PC world was like, this is toxic. Like we shouldn't be teaching, like giving, like giving at this level. <laughs> like oh it would i was be like interesting know your boundaries tree yeah like it would be so interesting <laughs> no. for the three. wait on the topic of this can you guys yeah. please pull up because i don't have my phone the meme i sent mm -hmm. you of if gen z were lawyers because you guys are gonna die and by the way i spoke at harvard which 
Oh my gosh, we did talk we about don't, that. I, I love Gen Z now. Like, like that made oh, me yeah, really so meet a lot of them and like <laughs> Honor, believe in the cap. future. Okay, but read, Lauren, is that so funny? Okay, Gen Z is lawyers. Your Honor, that's cap. Make it make sense. It's the objection for me. That's a lie, but go off. Your Honor, my client is an Aries. <laughs> chili what the fuck is that okay but did i ask <laughs> i got all the receipts your honor and that's a that's on false allegations that is so true that is so gonna be i it. love it like make, make it, it make sense. sense okay but did i ask you guys i can't with the it's giving anymore the it's giving is i'm done no it's not it's yeah i don't like the it's giving but i love the it's the whatever for me it's the whatever for that's me. fine the giving yeah. tree is giving. that's fine it's the, the giving, it's giving tree for me or like <laughs> the you know i've always said stuff like you know i've always been like the, the, I, the vibe I, I have an knowledge of the vibe but on paradise this week they were like the vibe is giving or like vibe. the vibe the is giving vibe, the vibe check and it's <laughs> yeah. like guys oh my god <laughs> check. guys we're old yeah. we're officially old giving the vibe oh my god i know it's so we're so as some of us like many of my friends are approaching their upper 30s now i'm like wait a second now wait a second okay so i know ashley hates that i'm the most morningest morning person ever in the entire world but i i didn't think i could love mornings more but now i do because i have hatch the hatch restore is this device that wakes me up in the morning it's on my nightstand and you can pick different sounds and lights for it to wake you up to. And I literally wake up to birds from the Amazon. Let me actually look up the oh, actual so name of the sound. Birds from the Amazon? You know like that? That's what it is in my head, but I'll tell you what it is right now. I'm <laughs> opening the Hatch app and I wake up feeling like Snow White. Like the birds are just so amazing. I sleep with the pink noise. Okay, so let me see. Rise, looking up, like... If I can wake up from like Ursula from George of the Jungle to Tuki Tukis and stuff, hell yeah. It's See, I think it's the birds feeling. from Snow White to be more of like suburban birds, but you know. Well, now you can have suburban <laughs> birds <laughs> no matter well. where you live, thanks to Hatch. But it's been really helping my sleep lately. And the light, also, as the sun is coming up, it lights up too. So you know the sun's coming up. It's so cool and it's stunning. It's really pretty. Everyone needs um, one. Hatch Restore is a device that helps you build a consistent bedtime and morning routine so you can prioritize rest and sleep better, and therefore the rest of your life is much better. Great sleep can be learned with Hatch. 83% of customers report improved sleep, and they have a 60-night money-back guarantee so if you try it for yourself, so you can try it for yourself risk-free. That's a pretty impressive stat. So right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of the Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash get it. Great gift idea for the holiday season. That's hatch.co slash get it to get $20 off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash get it. Did you guys see the episode of the Kardashians? This se- Have you guys watched this season? I've seen all of it. Yeah, okay. I saw everything but last week. Okay, I need to catch up, but I did remember when Kim was like, I'm a millennial. I'm in the same age bracket as like Kendall and Kylie. And Courtney this, is by in. definition yeah. she is. Like she's the, wow. the first she's an elder year and like they're like the last year. Yeah. Courtney didn't make it by yeah, like one year. She was like, but she Courtney's doesn't deserve that. to make it. Yeah. So Wait, so what? She's a Gen X? Yeah. Courtney Kardashian's Gen X. That's so wild. By by the last year of Gen X. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So wild. Okay, well, so Ness, what's funny in that, like, I would like to tell you on the podcast. So Laura and I, you know, planned the secret <laughs> podcast, and I had 100,000 people see on my Insta story that we were doing a secrets podcast, and then Lauren had, like, you know, the Facebook group and her Instagram and all that, and we received zero secrets. Can zero. you believe this? Wait, so what'd you guys do? <laughs> I have to listen to it. Now we need to ask you if you had any story, pre- any secret story prepared. Any secrets with me? Um, yeah. Let me think. Do I have a secret? No, I feel like I didn't know if I was going to share the moment with Aiden in bed. Yeah, but that would have been. I think a that would have been my secret. But I was like, yeah. it's more important to share. I think. I like it. Since I've we been all appreciate. That. It. Yeah. Did you know that Lauren reached out to Mad Blessing? Yes, because yes. Lauren okay. texting. <laughs> we were going to both. We were both in on that together a couple yes. weeks ago. Okay. Oh, so I but Nats, I didn't Wait, tell you did that you he get responded. in contact with Matt? He responded and he said he does not want to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to like come and air your Yeah, but your he does drama. say like, I would love to catch up if you guys wanted to whenever Aww. you're in town, blah, blah, blah. Very kind and sweet, man. Ashley, how'd that make you feel? Very, very giddy and hilarious. Like, very giddy. <laughs> right back to the sixth grade lunch with the mediators. That's so funny. Okay, so he, this is just my weird train of thought, and this is what we do on this podcast. And I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, we have a couple, we have a couple minutes for this. He always reminded me, like, as a child, I was like, oh, he's like a little young JFK, you know? Yeah. Now, Jared went to Only Ashley is Dallas. six year olds to presidents, by the way. Correct. Six yeah. graders, but okay. Oh, yes, um, thank you. Jared went to Dallas and he did this. He did the first look episode. It airs in a couple weeks. And he went to the Lee Harvey Oswald supposed shooting site. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alleged. Alleged. Mm -hmm. So we were then Jared's like just he's been talking about this a lot. All the conspiracy theories of the JFK assassination. Mm -hmm. And just oddly um, the other day he was talking about it and he was looking it up. And then there was like another documentary on the history channel that aired that day. So we were watching it and about he learned Lee? a lot about, yeah, about the assassination. A, yes, about, about Lee specifically, actually oh. more of like, it's all about that theory, which that theory is absolutely wait. Can you guys, this, cause I feel so like you guys wrong. are talking, remember how, like, I don't know all like American history, history the way you do. Cause I didn't grow up in Virginia. Well, yeah, you're, I don't even know like the, what you're talking about. Yeah. So about. can you give me more okay. context, Ash? What is the, the Lee yes. Harvey Oswald? Lee Harvey Oswald is this one? Yeah. Yes. What's, okay. what is that theory? So that he shot out of a sixth floor, um, the sixth floor of a building and right. that he was like the official theory from the government, I guess, is that he was the quote lone shooter uh-huh, yeah, but and that he did this shot, mm-hmm. um, which hit the governor who was in the car with him. And then, but he didn't, wasn't fatal. And then it was JFK. Now one listen. shot or two shots multiple multiple okay. shots i think that it wasn't like I'm the so same sorry. bullet went through one person through another no but that is, is that possible what? lord yes. yes this is where it leads <gasps> this is where it leads nas okay. wait so that means you technically i think when i say i take bullets? a bullet for you that's like not even true because it could just go it can right hit through you me too. into the person yes that's so no no, no. that is what they call the magic bullet theory which is part of the actual governmental theory like this is like the what they like to this is the this is what happened according to the government that there was a bullet that effing went through jfk i think went into the governor's 
shoulder, then through his wrist, and then through JFK again. Like, literally bounced through, like, Like, what is this, a Disney animated cartoon? Correct. Or the Looney Tunes? Yeah, like, ding, 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 like, in and out of people's body at full force. And then when the... And then randomly, the magic bullet was, when it was found, it had no blood on it after going through multiple body parts. So there's just, it's just absolutely, this is, it's just not it's a thing. Plausible, the Lee Harvey, no, it's not, not even plausible oh. because like How the type of shot it, that it would have been, the guy like didn't know. He like was just like a kind of a novice shooter and the shot would like, require like sniper precision. Oh, okay. okay. So it's just really crazy the amount of things. And then the fact that Lee Harvey Oswald, Naz, I'm not sure if you know this. You want to say Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> you keep going. No, really? Lee Harvey what? Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. It's really hard to say Oswald. Yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, he, he was shot two days after his arrest, which, get this, what? in um, this present day America, can you imagine this? Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested and was the main suspect after one hour after the shooting. Yeah, that's ridiculous. One hour after the shooting, they had him in handcuffs and like, presumed to be the killer and then um two days later this guy who was the head of a he was the owner of like some club he and he had mafia ties kills him lee harvey like lee harvey oswald (laughs) weinstein in in the stomach and kills him like it's just like then the main suspect is dead like there's just no yeah, there's, just, there's just absolutely yeah. there's it's 100 percent another situation theory. and yes. then guys get this jfk dies in the car goes to the hospital and he's mm-hmm. already his dead body mm-hmm. is on the plane on the way back to dc within like three hours within oh. between three and four hours after the murder but is that because of like a president because it was a president you know no like they just like i don't the autopsy was done the autopsy was done they said oh and get this the autopsy there's um, more (laughs) yeah there's more all these things that i learned see the suburb this is suburban i don't get it ashley and jared watch suburban they watch jfk documentary conspiracy theories on a saturday night um it's literally my dream life the brain guys Mm -hmm. okay so then the brain which they didn't autopsy on Mm -hmm. um automatic they, they they sent him back they sent him in the plane without the brain in his head because they like wanted to keep it as like part of the national archives or something because like apparently three hours he was... after he got shot they were yes they the archives yeah they took the brain out of his head and then it's lost guys they brought it to the national <sighs> Ar- yeah they like put it in the national archives and within three years it was lost nobody knows where the jfk brain went so the mob Whoa. obviously wanted to get rid of it to so that lee wouldn't be like, no just like they well, don't want to get rid died. of it because some someone else shot him and they want that guy to go free and they don't want the trajectory of where the bullet came from to be found yeah oh yes. that's because that's the other thing is apparently according to the autopsy the 
the brain had the the bullet coming forward correct into when the front part been. of his brain when it should have been coming from the back oh, part of his brain so that's why yeah so then what is the actual theory like what what are the conspiracy theorists saying who actually killed jfk there, i mean there's just the mob is one and if you look at like the 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 documentaries that are episodes and episodes long they'll have Different, different episodes yeah. dedicated to the different theories. So Lee wasn't in the mob. Just a scapegoat. He was just a different... He, was a he may have been, like, part of it, but he certainly didn't act alone. Like, it's, it's probably almost impossible for mob. him. Yes. Yes. That's and then the, the mob was like, we're going to kill you because we don't want people to find out we hired yeah, you. Yeah. That just is, a, yeah, like... A su- like, a suicide bomber, almost. Yeah. Yeah. And why... What, what, like. what is the um, alleged reason why Lee shot him? Would yeah. do it. Or the because mob don't even know. Dead. I don't even know, except for I remember them saying that like he had ties to like Russia and it was like part of the Cold War. Wow, fascinating. Anyway, this was like drunk history, guys. So holiday shopping time—it's just quite the doozy on your bank account. If you want to make sure that you're shopping with um, a budget in mind, that you're not going like so far over your like allowed spending for the month to stay allotted 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 Allotted. i mean most people like want to spend a stay within a certain amount right if you don't want to get into basic credit card debt during the holiday season because now that i have a kid i understand that like it's tempting and it's it's fun to buy for them um do it with rocket money guys keep your finances in order with rocket money So if you don't know what Rocket Money is, it is a personal finance app and it finds and cancels your unwanted subscription. It also monitors your spending, which is going to help with this particularly, and it helps lower your bills all in one place. Yes. You're like, how does it help you lower your bills? It's very crazy. But like, say you have a a cable bill um, and you're like, well, I wonder if I switch over to another cable company, whether or not like I can get it that lower. That's what they do for you. It's nuts. There's over 5 million users and counting, and Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 a year. It's crazy. And $1 billion in total savings so far for all their customers. Yeah, I love that they can also even negotiate to lower your bills for you yeah. by up to like 20%. And That's all for you, you Naz. That way, I know. like somebody else, you're negotiating. What are you doing? You're DV. Wait, what you're, do you say? You're delegating. Delegating, delegating exactly. the task yeah. to someone else. I am the outsource queen. So outsource. all you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. It's so easy. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions, especially before the new year comes up. I, I mean, no one hates getting emails the day before New Year's more than I do. And manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash get it. That's rocketmoney.com slash get it. Rocketmoney.com slash get it. While we're on the topic of conspiracy theories, I want to send you guys a video I saw on Instagram today, and I want okay. you to watch it about the missing flight. Have you seen Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Did you, I, did you watch that? Like when the documentary came out a year ago? No, March? I don't know anything. So you guys are my people for this because I don't, I don't dive into these things, but send I saw this on video over. and I need you guys to both watch it. Hold on. Okay. I just sent it okay. to you guys. Perfect. It's about the flight MH370, mind-blowing new information. Satellite and thermal imagery of the Boeing 777 over the Indian Ocean. The leaked drone footage and 3D reconstruction reveals a deeper look into what may have happened on March 8th, 2014. This is a Malaysian flight, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so a ba- I guess 
this under this theory in this video there are three spinning orbs that are like ufos that reached oh. a certain velocity and created a portal for the plane to fly through and this challenges everything we thought we knew about reality relativity and classical physics okay so now we're bringing aliens into this i mean we have to they're here is it aliens or ufos because what's the difference? like there's like i mean the there U- could well, be a difference the ufos could have are kind of like part of like the theories in general that like there's some weird satellites that some countries threw up there and then they like they they made it so that we couldn't see around the airplane like those 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 theories exist but to say that now there are aliens that possibly did it that Uh, okay did they ever find the any part of the plane ever no I never think so i no do not take my I don't, word for I it don't, i have no idea I, I cannot speak on this i need to I watch remember. the full documentary but do you guys say documentary or documentary i go back and forth documentary <laughs> documentary because that's how even it's, though it's probably documentary no it's documentary oh. i think anyways that's interesting i mean if they didn't find anything yeah i'm obviously think that it's an alien abduction but i like, don't know i think it was the the captain the more i hear the i think that's the captain but what, how would they where did it go? Find, yeah, where is it then, Ash? Like the Actually, floating devices are way even way found. to kick me in the ass really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if it was like a suicide mission on behalf of the captain, it like why did it down. also just mysteriously disappear? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the whole point. Is no, it's nowhere to be found. It's one on of the, the most radar. perplexing things in our history would you rather like, has be no in a answer. plane crash or go through this alien portal go through an alien portal obviously what? i know your a answer por- but- you think that it's going to a portal so now it was taken you didn't into watch the, the video that like yeah that there was like a certain oh, speed sorry. I, and, and then, then it the, was the plane up? disappears there was a portal open and the oh, okay, plane okay, disappeared okay like i was just looking physics. at it i was just looking at it circulating and i was like oh okay yeah so ufo they're okay, just wait, living on. on another planet right now. Well, as our problem is in today's society is that like this is so like everything is just so right. Like you can't, AI. Like, yeah, you yeah, can't, you can't, you can't trust yeah, you can't what you see anyway. anymore. But I think this is so clearly this a is absolutely not. It says in the caption, this, this is just theory. theory. Okay, yeah. So this is just this a mock-up really video. Okay, hold on. <sighs> the satellite video. There's no way that the satellite that the satellite video is a fake though. They're saying right. Because we don't have actual video of it. Since we're getting deep onto conspiracy theories and whatnot, (laughs) I was watching Goosebumps, the most fabulous show on Disney Plus, okay? Um, Uh With Justin Long, who is the funniest person of all time. Um, Basically, the premise of the show is that this guy brings, like, like, werewolves and, and real, actual, like, scary things to the world like you know vampires are real werewolves are are real all this stuff is real (laughs) werewolves are weinstein werewolves are weinstein and do you think there would actually be like war in disputes amongst different countries and stuff if we had to fight against werewolves and vampires every day or, or that like we common, had actual superheroes uh, that'd be our common like denominator you know like what we it all would, if we ha- if we all had a common enemy as we've yes. seen in all movies like if aliens came then yeah i feel like all of a sudden russia china like everyone would be best everyone friends. would be like we just have to yeah. survive this yeah right yeah which so is the, why that guy was like war is so annoying they're just you're making up issues when we all should just be fighting werewolves 
and <laughs> you know exactly yeah <laughs> i was like this 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 evil man does have a good point you know do you know what scares me about werewolves is like i feel like they would be hot like during the day in real life and would totally be my type so and you're so, basically just talking about twilight yeah but that's but yeah exactly but yeah. what i'm saying is like if where was werewolves actually existed i feel like i'd only be attracted to werewolves and that would be i would only be attracted to vampires probably you're also talking about like teen wolf and that guy's cute too yeah i never saw those but i know people are obsessed with teen wolf yeah. which reminded me you guys actually ashley i don't know if you'd like it but lauren you'd be obsessed with the movie salt burn if you haven't seen it already oh, it's i'll like totally my watch top it. five it. favorite movie of the year salt burn okay yeah, it's jacob lordy Oh, why is he so famous right man, now he is the man of well, the he's moment playing elvis because he yeah. came he was you know he's just the hottest actor right now he's from australia was in euphoria but i feel like this year he really stepped into being like a bonafide movie star playing elvis and in saltburn like you're gonna be so obsessed with the movie saltburn it's so fucking good it's like funny fucked up i love and it. so much fun okay, like and I'll that's all you it. want from a movie it's you like want. you're laughing it's a thriller it's like a oh. fucked, fucked up, talented Mr. Ripley. I feel, love it. Yeah. Um, and Jacob's really hot in it, Ashley. So, so fucking cute. Yeah. Do I think that he's like, is he hot? Is he as hot? Is he hot? Because like he's yeah. hot in pictures, but he's not like, I wouldn't die over him. Is he like, you I, think die. Die. I think you would die. I think you would die if you met him in person. Yeah. I think he's like, he's kind of the, I mean, no one's Harry Styles, but I know you guys saw Harry cut his hair. You guys. Like, so like, like, we should really talk okay. about Harry cutting Let's his just all light a candle. <laughs> like why like what was going through his head like did he decide that he just didn't want to be as hot anymore why did you know. say let's just you guys hilariously right next to me is my Harry Styles prayer hairstyle? candle this is a social clip this is a social clip watch our podcast subscribe wow um i mean i don't think he looks terrible no he doesn't he, but, he has a great face but why would you why would you not look your best is my question maybe it's for a role <laughs> no role. i don't i feel i feel like this is a rebellion moment maybe he's reinventing himself for his new album his new music no before we talk about harry I, we were talking about <laughs> jacob Elordi and how you like him and what he say to you naz or did he say nothing i just you? met him briefly so i went to the after party because i always like to meet actors obviously for future interviews yeah oh yeah and so i really i'm so good i make it a point like within the first hour to make sure i like go up say hi to everyone introduce myself i'm naz like i work for these people and um i was just like man you are like killing it and mm -hmm. he was like thanks so much and he's just very smooth very nice doesn't have that um it's just he's so like big right now actually that it's like like Ed, there were a million people around with photos uh -huh, and cameras yeah. that i can't it's almost like kind of uncomfortable like i wouldn't like that like anyone he talks to like he's sitting on the couch right talking to people and there's just like a circle of people with their just, phone out just yeah videoing him talking like isn't that yeah. so i don't know so yeah. i can't i can't like speak to him you know like to who he yeah. is i obviously met right. him in like two yeah. minutes i was just like hi i'm not he's like thank you so much thanks for watching the movie and that was it but he's like so big time right now yeah so yeah big. no he's so all over the instagram i, love it. I think yeah. i really have i think a lot of people are really attracted to him because his toxicity and euphoria is so like <laughs> yeah toxic that you just crave that yeah you're gonna be crazy being sucked up like that exactly <laughs> when you see salt burn you're gonna love him so much lauren 
I wanted to ask if you guys have been watching Special Forces just because it's my favorite show and I love watching Nick cry all the time. <laughs> I have watched it in the background and then I pay attention for Nick for moments Nick. only. So for everyone listening, Special Forces is a reality show. It's a reality which, show. Like, Nick, and we're talking about Nick Vial. Nick Vial. And, like, Tyler Cameron's on it. I have not seen it, but say more about it for people. Honestly, who don't know about it's it. it's so awesome because it's like you're seeing your favorite people. I mean, Tom Sandoval's on there, which is so fun to see for everyone who loves Bravo. Yeah. Um, mm. Tyler Cameron is seems like such a sweetheart. He yeah. helps everyone out on the show. Special Forces, they're just going through the hardest obstacles that like mili- like the highest of the military go through, mm-hmm. and you don't go home if you lose a challenge you it's just all about your mental game and just staying in the wow. game and so not like mental, up, it's not like mental game masculine, though Lauren. it's you know? not like a game though that's what's nice about it it's about it's a not game a game. within your it's 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 just a, a challenge within yourself it's like, a challenge it's, yeah. with yourself to stick how much with you can it. push yourself yeah how far you can push yourself yeah so cool and hunter's like me and a, this would be me i would crush it this is me it's, in another life is, is he like, gonna like okay. fan boy if he ever meets nick now he he loves tyler oh, he's okay. just like that's a stand-up guy you know, you know what's interesting is like that i haven't watched a show mm-hmm. but like tyler could use a lot more of that publicly like on social media because i feel like the perception of tyler isn't that of what i'm sure he really is that's what he kind of says on the show actually he's like i don't want to sound like a loser but i am just like a piece of meat like i am just a sex like what is what's the word like a sex Sex symbol he's just a sex symbol he's like but i want to be no more panther (laughs) he's a sex panther um a beautiful man um but yeah he's just like a really sweet guy and him and jojo who is he dating these days i don't know him and who are really close jojo siwa I oh. like Jojo Siwa more than I've ever liked her before. Not that I had a well-rounded opinion on her, but like based on the show, I like. I, her I think you really too. like her too because she's obsessed with her family and her mommy. Aww, I think that's yeah. why you feel. Really I interviewed her at the close. People's Choice Awards. She's oh. so she's done so much for so many people. Like she's yeah. highly influential. I love um, her. I just want to say, watching the show, I, I feel like it. between. I think it's a reality show where it actually truly shows like the heart of the people that like get yeah. characterized on the the shows that they're known for. I think right. we're finally getting to see more reality shows that have more consciousness and yeah. more heart, which are all about like the betterment and the development of the person. Mm-hmm. like coming through having learned a lesson and like working on themselves like i feel yeah. like i'm seeing that i don't even watch reality tv but i feel like i'm seeing that across the board in mm-hmm. new reality shows if you mm-hmm. could watch one episode naz i would just want you to watch the special forces Which i think one? it's a fifth episode just okay. even the background just like listening to all these people like cry and work really hard and like it's not bullshit and that's why i really like it it's not like I overly produced i don't think well, now that we're talking about reality TV, I do want to give a shout out to our joint friend, Jessica Namias, who has a new show that she executive produced. I think she was the showrunner on it. Um, yeah, she was actually showrunner and executive producer. It's called um, Twin Love on Prime, and oh. it's also on Freebie. Now, I thought it was something that would be just an interesting topic in general to talk really briefly about. Um, so it's about twins. And like I feel like yeah, Lauren and I Bella, can almost yeah, yeah you guys are I, we you can guys almost like, like relate to this Lauren to see like how we would be okay. Um, so what it is is the Bella twins host the show and they have two houses next that's like next door to each other and they split up identical twins and then they put them in dating situations. They, so it's a 
one twin goes to one room and one house and the other twin goes to the other house okay and then the whole premise is to see like if they connect with the same twins in a romantic way like do they end up dating like brothers or such because this is statistics here will it's all it, it, it's, it's it's mostly romantically based to see like if they will couple up with this is like, very siblings. fascinating so I like it, it's basically just like twins Are dating these twins, twins into the same into it's, other twins yeah. yeah okay but this is uh, the stats did you know that identical twins often get married at lower rates and later in life than non-twins and did you know that they start dating and lose their virginity later in life as well identical twins yeah we gotta have identical Haley twins and emily on. on they're not identical oh yeah hmm they're not um, identical, that's very huh? fascinating right? i feel like because they're just so close it's hard to like break up that bond yeah yeah um, exactly. and it's like Why? nobody's gonna compare to that bond and they like immediately have somebody Whoa. who's the exact same as them so why would they need to search for like a partner if they are born with a partner no way that's fascinating like that they're, they're so, so full weird. from feeling seen because yes. all we want to do is find someone to make to understand us make us feel seen yeah wow, so we should I wonder, have identical twins on our podcast yeah maybe like, some I wonder of them if their the brain makeup is yeah yeah we should definitely have somebody from the show on we okay, have cool. to watch we have, we have to, to watch, watch this yeah so you guys just if you are interested twin love on prime wow amazing fascinating reality television love it all right I love it. Okay, guys. Time, well, guys. tune in next week. Um, everyone loved our what what we're having for dinner, so we may have an episode of what we're having for dessert, um, <laughs> what we're having for dinner, and then we'll do a what we're having for breakfast and what yeah. we're having for lunch. <laughs> All right. So talk silly. to you next okay. week. Bye. 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 I don't get it. Podcast.